Back for the second episode. It's Mason and the dog, Randy. We're back at it. Corona break. You know the vibes. We're here. We're going to discuss our top five favorite movies of 2019. Uh, I know a lot of you probably asking, why doing this so late into the year already? Well, we're bored and uh, I've caught up on a lot of movies that I did not see in 2019 that came out in 2019 i feel like i'm properly caught up i'm ready to go seen mostly everything i think i have a pretty good top five randy how about you solid i don't know i don't know okay uh i'm excited i feel like we're gonna have a couple differing views so this should be a good a good little uh debate between us uh there were a lot of great movies this year or 2019, I mean. And uh, if you want to see my full ranking of all 80 movies I saw, it's on my letterbox, Mason Savali. Pretty easy to find. Yeah, I did a, I did a ranking, a list. Uh, so if you wanna, if you wanna go through that, there's some really good uh, suggestions. If you're bored of some great movies on there, uh, I might switch up the top five a little bit on this list. So just be warned. I'll probably fix that on my list when I finish on letterbox but uh let's just get into it randy i'm gonna let you start since i started last time oh you're gonna start me off yeah what is your number five okay uh for number five ooh, let's see hold on i'm gonna go with uh and this is tough this is tough but i feel like the five spot is the hardest yeah because it's, it's like interchangeable mm-hmm but really, um, based on like you know personal, uh, personal liking and like what it did like at the box office, what it did um, throughout uh, pop culture and whatnot, I'm gonna say number five, Avengers Endgame. You know what? Uh, I'll go ahead and put that at my number five too. I I was struggling mm-hmm. with that. I'll put that at my number five, Avengers Endgame. On list of, uh, no, it's in my top ten, but I'm gonna put it at my number five because okay. I. I've been thinking about it recently, and it's really left a big mark on pop culture. It's a great movie. Should have got nominated for Best Picture, for being honest. It's really the culmination of almost every Marvel movie. It's it's really like the best, one of the best blockbusters of all time. There's no way around it. Uh, it's the highest grossing movie ever. It's just a great movie, and uh, there's so much to love about it. John Wick, like, dude pass it in something i don't know i think it just beat it at the box office and it's like fifth week i don't know right. what's your what's your favorite scene from avengers endgame favorite scene. Uh, mine spoilers alert spoiler alert mine is the cap with the hammer i mean you don't get better than that that's when was that when he catches thor's hammer oh i thought you said cat okay oh no a cap captain yeah, america yeah, yeah. Okay. That that um, is my favorite scene. I remember one scene that did um stick out to me was the um what was it uh when wasn't it like uh Ant Man was like trying to eat the taco? Yeah, and, and the Hulk gave him to him. Yeah, um, and then like the whole. The plane I saw this like, movie with Randy, by the way. So yeah. I, we yeah. we share that memory. Mm-hmm. Uh, those were good times. So number five, Avengers Endgame. I'm I'm happy about that. That's a good pick. 
All right. Uh, I guess I'll just go to me. Uh, number four. This is going to be a movie I don't think a lot of people okay, yeah, okay. have heard about. Uh, I've talked to Randy about this. He knows my love for this movie. It's Waves. Oh, oh man. Let me get into it. Waves. If, if you've not heard of this movie, it's pretty much... Imagine like a... a like a, it's like a teen movie, but with a lot of A24 indie type of cliches and everything. But it really just comes together and makes like a really like, just like a really engrossing time. I, I really was like on the edge of my seat the whole time. I was always invested. I really love this movie. Uh, the, the music in it alone really stands out to me. Uh, I just really love this movie. Randy, have you caught Waves yet? Have I seen it? Yes. No, I have not seen it. I, I think it will probably be on Amazon Prime soon. Okay. So check that out. Uh, look up the trailer. See what you think. Waves how, is a really how, how great movie. Like, how, how did you see it? I bought it. Okay. On, in like January, I think. So really good movie. Uh, let's just go to Randy for number four. Uh, wait, the soundtrack on the movie was like really good too, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, number four. My number three and my number four could be swapped around, honestly, because this is like really hard. Mm -hmm. But, um, okay, number four. Uh, this is tough. This is tough because I'm, I'm still like debating, but uh, I think I'll just say number four. I'm going to say Uncut Gems. Ooh, okay. Yeah. So I guess we'll just get into the Uncut Gems discussion. Uh, my number two is Uncut Gems. I love Uncut Gems. Uh, what I like the most about Uncut Gems, it already feels kind of like an iconic movie in nature. I can, I, I feel like I know every scene already. I mean, I've, I haven't heard anybody like, I know the Ron Tomatoes audience score is a little low, but I personally not talked to anybody who didn't like it. I mean... Adam Sandler doing the most mm -hmm. might be one of the best sports movies of all time. Uh, really? I think so. Probably. Maybe. His character is really well. He should have been at least given like a best actor. Nominee. Yeah, I agree. He should have been a best actor nominee. Uh, yeah. I mean, just a really great movie. A lot of fun cameos. Kevin Garnett's actually really good. Yeah. So it's just, just a great movie. What yeah. do you like about it? Uh, obviously. Yeah. Kevin Garnett did. Uh, play a you know good role. Would you call him a supporting no a supporting actor? Yeah, yeah. He he he, he recurs throughout the whole movie, so he's okay, he's yeah. in it. Um, the weekend makes a fun little cameo too. Old Abel, uh, yeah, yeah. And um, I think I'd say my favorite character was probably uh, what's her name, Denise. Denise, are um, you talking about the main girl? Yeah, the, Julia. The Julia, that was oh yeah, she's Julia Fox is really good in that movie. That movie really got snubbed by the Academy Awards. <laughs> I really think everybody should go check out Uncut Gems. It's a great movie. It's a really fun time. That's how I found out actually about The Morning by The Weeknd. It's like my favorite song right now. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I just feel like it's already iconic to me. It's a great movie. Everybody should check it out. Mm -hmm. Uh, I guess we'll get to my number three. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Quinn Tarantino. Uh, I mean, when did this guy go wrong? Let's be honest. 
always comes out with bangers. Uh, and this movie's none the different. Leo, Brad Pitt, Margot Robbie. I mean, what more do you want? It's a great movie. Probably one of the funniest movies of the year. Uh, I, I mean, there's not much to say about it. It just feels very classic in nature. And it's just a great movie. I, I really love it. Have you seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood yet? I haven't, no. Okay. But it, didn't it win for, um, like, production? Yeah, they, like, transformed all of Los Angeles, like, 50 years back, like, into the 60s. Uh-huh. Like, they transformed a whole road, like, the whole main road of uh, Los Angeles. So, I, I really do advise everybody to go check it out. It's, it's a movie that, like, I'm not going to say everybody will love it, but you'll at least come out with some opinion on it. And I think that's pretty important. And I really like that. So, uh, Randy, you're number three. Number three, I'm going to go with my girl, Scarlett Johansson. Oh. Not Jojo Rabbit. More, uh, Mary Story. Good pick. Good pick. An honorable mention for me. Great movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. I really did like this movie. And uh, I told Mason too. I, like, I fell asleep my first watch going through. I got like halfway then I fell asleep. Then I watched it like the next morning, finished it. It, it like had a good ending, um, you know, solid throughout the, the whole movie, really. Uh, great acting by both Scarlett Johansson and Adam Driver. Uh, I mean, Adam Driver in that movie. Yeah. If, if Joaquin Phoenix was, like, if Joker came out another year, Adam Driver probably would have taken that Oscar home. He was great in that movie. Uh-huh. There's just some great scenes. It's on Netflix. Everybody should go watch it. It's a good movie. Um, the lawyer, Laura Dern's character was my favorite, and she won yeah. two roles, so mm-hmm. like, and deservedly so. Yeah. And yeah. Ray, Ray Liotta, he was he was funny too. He was cool. Yeah, for the brief time he shows up, he's pretty good in it as well. Just a good movie. Everybody should check that out. Uh, all right, I already said my number two was Uncut Gems, so now yeah. we go back to you for my your number, number two. two uh, and, uh, ooh, should I say this now? Should I say this now? Like, quick disclaimer, guys. Uh, I feel like I'm going to lose respect after I say this. Um, I have not seen um, Parasite, which is, like, I, it's like a very highly regarded That's movie. fine. But what's your number two, though? Number two. All right, you want to hear my number two? Yes. Uh, okay. All I right. feel like I know it. I feel like I know at least one of your top two, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, number two, uh, I'm just say Joker. Oh, okay. All right, all right. Uh-huh. Okay, what do you like about Joker? Yes, obviously Joaquin, like Joaquin's took it home. Like he deserved that best actor. Um, really, the thing that stood out the most was how he was able to like transform like this character. Like you look back, you uh, you look back, you see Heath Ledger in Dark Knight, and he was obviously like this really crude evil villain type guy but then Joaquin just like brings up this whole other side to the Joker that's like you know happy and sad and like just a roller coaster of emotions that you know you maybe wouldn't have expected so he really brought that to life and kudos to him kudos to Todd Phillips um costume was on point too in this movie makeup everything I I like the Joker I, I think as the time progresses, my vision, my view of the movie has like dampened a little bit, but I still think he gives one of the best performances probably of all time. 
he's really great in that movie. Uh-huh. And it, the final, the third act, I mean, it's it's already kind of classic. I mean, the the big the show, uh, the the whole five minute scene at the very end with the whole uh, TV show. I mean, that's already a a scene that's quoted by. I mean, at least people at our school. I mean, that's just an iconic scene already, and it, it it's really a true embodiment of what the Joker is. And I, I really did enjoy that movie. I feel like it gets a lot of hate, yeah, because it, it's kind of glossy and it's a it's a little. I'm not gonna say one dimensional, but it does steal a little bit from like previous like Scorsese movies and ever in a couple oh, of respects. Really? Yeah, like Taxi Driver and uh, The King of Comedy. But I, I still think it it stands on its own as a pretty good movie, and I I, I enjoyed it. So good pick, good pick. I mean, it got a best picture nomination. So I mean, how bad how bad can it be, really? I mean, yeah. All right. So I already said my number two was Uncut Gems. Uh, I'll do some honorable mentions. Yeah, yeah. Randy, if you have honor, any honorable mentions, you should probably go first because I have a I lot. I don't, I don't have any. I think these movies, uh, honorable, really, what I would give a nod to probably John Wick, uh, Spider-Man: Far From Home. Um, okay. Yeah, I think, I think that'd be it. I mean, 2019 was such a great year for movies. There's so many movies I could talk about. I'm just gonna list a bunch off the top of like on my list. Uh, Knives Out was my number six. Great movie. Probably the funniest movie of the year. I'm not going to lie. It's probably the funniest one. It's probably funnier than Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I mean, it's just a great script. Probably just one of the best scripts in recent memory. Great movie. Uh, The Irishman. Don't be daunted by the length. It's a great movie. Robert De Niro is great. Scorsese knows how to make a movie. The Lighthouse. It's on Amazon Prime. It's a great movie. Best horror movie of the year. Uh, Marriage Story. Little Women. Hey. I liked Little Women. It's a good movie. You uh, like women. Yes. Yes. Of course. Of course. Uh, John Wick 3. Best stunts of the whole year. 100%. The horse scene? You don't get better than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just going to say a bunch. Look these up if you want to watch the movies. Greener Grass. Dr. Sleep, Peanut Butter Falcon, Midsummer. Everybody needs to watch Midsummer. Give you an opinion on something. Jojo Rabbit, Honey Boy, Last Black Man, San Francisco, and Long Shot with Seth Rogen, because you got to laugh a little bit. Uh, okay, my um, number one. Wait, hold up. What about um, The Good Boys? That That's a little farther back in my list. Still a great movie, though. Okay. 100%. Uh, I think and to- best anime movie was also Toy Story 4. I want to get that across yeah, as well. Okay. All right, I think before um, you say your number one, I feel like I should say mine because I already know what your number one is. And I think you I know, know yours too. You know, you know mine. Do you, okay, do you want to go first? Because I feel yeah, like I can I'll, get a bit of an argument about yours. Okay. Okay, so you, you go first. You go first. You want me to go first? So, okay. Uh, so, obviously, stating I haven't seen Parasite. Uh, I feel like my argument wouldn't hold too much water, but I can explain my side of it. Number one, as far as movies that I have seen, 1917 definitely. Okay. Um, it's just, uh, 
the cinematography, I'll, I'll say that first. That was definitely the one thing that stuck out to really anyone that would have been watching the movie. And um, obviously, like Mason told me this too, and I kind of figured as much as well. Um, this wasn't the first time that this whole one shot, you know, type thing was, you know, done in a movie. I think uh, that other movie with Michael Keaton was it? Birdman. Birdman. Uh, but it's the yeah, first that... done at this like big war movie scale. Yeah. And oh, you continue, continue. You keep saying no, good things. No, sorry, what were, we, what were you gonna say? Well, I I don't want to. Okay. Well, I want you to finish your your case for why it's okay. your number one. Because okay. you're gonna. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, and uh, so the acting, it's like you know, wasn't breathtaking. It didn't really define mm-hmm. the movie. Um, but the whole the plot and everything and the way everything was structured, I even saw videos on it. Like, uh, what's his uh, Sam Mendes? Like the whole team just put so much time into this uh, before even rehearsing. You know, they built sets and everything. It was like really cool to see, mm-hmm. like sets of like each scene and how each scene was gonna play out, basically. And um, my favorite scene, definitely by far, was the. Uh, the scene where I think uh, is his name Scofield. I even forgot his name, but uh, he's like walking uh, in uh, what was it France? Uh, they're in France, right? Yeah. Are you talking about the end of the movie? No, it's like towards the end of the movie, but not the exact end of the movie. He's okay. walking uh, in like this kind the of battlefield. Tor- yeah, torn apart place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like these flares go up, and it's just. Uh, it's like dark, but then you you can just it lights up from the players, like the whole set lights up from the players, and that was like uh, really one of the most beautiful shots, you know, in a movie that I've ever seen. Uh, okay. It was like cool. It, I would view it. I'd see it as like pulling the viewer out of the movie for a sec, and then bringing them back in with like you know the action and whatnot. Uh, but yeah, that's really my case. Okay, well, before I, I'm not going to bash 1917, uh-huh. but my my problem with the movie is I see it as a big technical achievement. You're right, the cinematography in that movie, it's bar none. It's fantastic. I mean, Roger Deakins, who did the cinematography, he's regarded as the best cinematographer of all time. And it, the movie is really great to look at. It's a, It's a great movie. In terms of lighting, production design, costumes, special effects, everything, it's pretty seamless. But for me, when I go to a movie, I'm I I like seeing technical achievements on the screen, but I also I have to feel invested in the characters. And sorry to say, but I, I did not feel for any of the characters <laughs> at any time in this movie. I mean, they try spoiler alert, they tried to give uh the main character some more depth at the very end of the movie which i found was strange because it doesn't really do anything to enhance the experience while you're there and it kind of just makes you reflect like and upon the greater message of the movie but i don't know i i just didn't find the story very compelling now there are some very like uh suspenseful scenes the scene where they trigger the mine and it's all falling on them that's a great scene. But then there's also scenes where the, spoiler alert again, where the guy dies. And I just felt like that was... That was really awkwardly done, yeah. Yeah, it was, an, it was a moment that I thought could have 
had more suspense into it. It was a sad moment, but I didn't think it was that great. But, like, all right, what would you add then? That's the thing. Like, I don't, I, I mean, I don't know. I think they, the limits of the one take were kind of shown in that regard. Like, they were trying to make it very fast. And then, but even when they slowed it down, like when that guy was telling a story in the middle of the movie about like berries or something, that just felt completely off pace from the rest of the movie to me. And I just, I felt like they were trying to add some character moments and it just didn't really work. Cause that's not the type of movie it was going for. Uh, if I was to compare it to something, I'd kind of compare it to like Dunkirk, which came out, I think two years ago. And Dunkirk's not trying to really build that many characters at all. I mean, there's Tom Hardy and he really has a mask on his face the whole movie. So you can't really even see him. He's just a pilot. And, but both movies are very, like impressive technical achievements. And I think for what 1917 was going for, I think it succeeded in that regard. So I don't think it's a bad movie by any standards. And I, I just don't think it probably deserved best picture. Like my number one movie. I, real quick, real quick. I want to, I even forgot about this movie. I want to give a quick nod to um, Ford versus Ferrari. Yeah, I was going to say that. That was close to my honorable mentions. Okay. Really I mean, probably one of the most technical, uh, a great technical achievement as well. Mm-hmm. And yeah, great movie, great movie. Okay, my number one, Parasite. Trump hates it. I love it. I love Parasite. It's, I don't know. There's a YouTube video <laughs> though, and he does not like that movie. Okay. And uh, anyway, Parasite, directed by Bong Joon-ho. There's so many things to say about it. Best Picture winner. Uh, I'm going to be honest. When I first saw Parasite, I did not think it was going to be the Best Picture winner. Not because I thought it was not deserving of that. I knew it was going to – as soon as I walked out, I thought it was a masterpiece. But I didn't think the Academy would go for it. And I'm very glad that it did. I mean, in terms of the main theme of classism that it's, like, trying to show, I mean, I think it does it quite perfectly – in almost every regard there's not a bad performance in the movie uh it's paced perfectly the cinematography is seamless the editing is perfect and the very last 30 minutes of the movie are some of the most intense movie uh moments of a movie that you can get i mean it just it comes to such a nice crescendo towards the end and the ending is bittersweet but it leaves you with Honestly, just a, a a scene that you can reflect on and talk about. And I think that's what movies are about. They need to make you think. And that's what Parasite did for me. That's that's why I love Parasite. I mean, there's so many things to talk, talk about that movie, though. I mean, there's, ah, there's so much. It's just a great movie, really. I love it. I, I can't find any flaws with it, which is, I think, uh, something that a lot of people can't find uh-huh. and makes me feel kind of kind of proud yeah. to put it as my number one. But, I mean, here's the thing. Here's a beautiful thing about movies and every type of media. Everybody has their own opinion. I mean, you can love 1917. I can love Parasite. But we all get different things out of it. And I feel like that's, that's the most important thing. Uh-huh like finding a movie that you can relate to and, and love that that's the great thing about movies. And that's, 
And I'm glad we had two different ones. So it shows that we're two different people and that's, that's okay. You know, I, I, I respect that. Hey, that's, that's no big deal. You'll get there. I think probably. Yeah. You'll get there. Uh, any other movies that I forgot to talk about? Um, um, if there's one movie I would really want everybody to go see, it would be The Irishman. And let me tell you why. Yeah. It's on Netflix. And you see the three and a half hours. You're like, I don't have time for that. And maybe in November you did not have time for that. But it's Corona time. I know everybody's just on TikTok for five hours a day. Just put on this movie, get some culture. You'll love it. Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, Joe Pesci, they're all doing their damn thing. It's a very compelling movie. I'm not the only one saying this. I mean, got a lot of nominations at the Academy Awards. Didn't win anything. Didn't win anything, rip. But it's still a great movie, and I think everybody should check it out. And now that we have more time on our hands, there's no excuse. Well, actually, now that you mentioned that, a really also underrated movie, in my opinion, was uh, not underrated, but overlooked more times than not. The Two Popes. <laughs> and I, I, I've seen 80 movies from 2019. I'm still not going to watch The Two Popes. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to do it. You haven't seen it. I no, feel like this movie, it, to, the, to the average viewer, I... I I'd imagine it being very boring for someone who really didn't understand what was going on during that time, actually. And I didn't understand what was going on. Mm-hmm. But just going in, I was really, like still like really interested and wanted to be really engaged. Um, <clears throat> and it's slow moving, but it's still like, you know, like really building up to like something that, you know, does happen. And when it does happen, you know, it all really ties together. Um, there's this long stretch where uh, Pope Francis is really talking about his past life, and that's also emotional in a sense, but really um, how do you say, insightful, I guess. Uh, and yeah, they both had like good, good acting performances. Mm-hmm. Nothing really special about the movie, but I think the story in itself is really sweet and uh introspective in a way too i guess mm-hmm. yeah. uh, you know what randy i'm gonna watch the two popes i'll do it <laughs> to have all the time in the world i'll i'll watch the two popes and i'll get back to you really? yes okay yeah oh, I, got I got you thank you definitely should i i really thought that was gonna be on your top five yeah just, I, I just, just to stick it to me but yeah all right well thanks to everybody who watched uh we'll be back next week uh Everybody stay safe, stay home, wash your hands, uh, and stay corona-free. That's all we can do. Uh, bye, everyone. Stay, stay cool. Stay cool.